0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan. I hope you're all having a a great day, and I hope I can all bring you some uh, time away from the... Gosh damn US election and how fucking stupid that is. So today we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to be talking about the Xbox One, or Xbox One, jeezum, the Xbox Series X, and as storage, Um, which console I think you should buy based upon that. We're going to talk about the Seagate uh, storage expansion, and we're going to talk a little bit about Call of Duty Cold War and their prestiging system. Uh, that they're going to be doing and kind of briefly touch upon that. And that's essentially what today's podcast is going to be about. And uh, yeah, so let's just get right into it. So starting off with the Xbox Series X and the... Xbox Series S, so as we know, the consoles are coming with the S being in at 500 gigabytes, but only with like 318 or something like that gigabytes usable, and then on the X side, a 1 terabyte hard drive with about 800 something gigabytes usable. I'm not getting down to the exact specifics, I just know relatively the range it's in, um, because I'm not, I'm not a tech guy, you know, I'm not, I'm never gonna be a tech guy, um, So, yeah, essentially, that's the base console um, storages. And then, um, of course, they have the Seagate expansion, 1 terabyte, for $220. That's a lot of fucking money, but... I'll explain why it probably costs that much um, and whatnot. But anyways, so let's first of all start off the X versus the S in terms of storage. My buddy today uh, came into work when I was leaving and he was like, oh yeah, you know, I was thinking about buying the Xbox Series S. And I was like, "That's a don't do that. I mean, A, you're not going to get the graphic fidelity, the ray tracing, you're not going to get all that extra stuff with the S but on top of it you only get like 300 little over 300 gigabytes of actual in-game storage and Call of Duty Cold War is supposed to be an estimated of 120 gigabytes that's majority of your storage taken up for that one game right there on the S and um on top of that, like I said, you don't get all those extra um, goodies. You still get like the fast load times and stuff, but you're not going to be getting like all that extra, you know, good graphical content. Obviously, you want to, or, or features, not content. Um, but obviously, you want to get a good monitor or a good TV as well if you're going to be playing games. Like me, I'm going to have to upgrade my TV at some point to get the full usage of the X. But at least I'll have the X come Christmas, and then. Maybe around my birthday, I'll pick up a new TV that'll be like six months after the launch of the console. But I'll eventually get a new TV to be able to match my console so I can get the best usage out of it. But at launch, I will not be able to, unfortunately. But, I mean, it's whatever. I'm not stressing too much about it right now. Um, But ultimately, if you are buying a Xbox Series S, it's a budgetary console or a secondary console. In my opinion, I don't think you should be buying this thing if you are somebody that wants, like, the best of the best uh, in terms of your, you know, gaming experience. And like I said, you're not going to be able to fit many games on there. You might be able to fit maybe three, four big AAA titles and then some indie titles. But ultimately, you're not going to be fitting a lot. Now, on the Xbox Series X, on the other hand, you have a lot more room to work with. Instead of just over 300 gigabytes, you have over 800 gigabytes to use for actual games. And, of course... If you already have a storage expansion, like a one terabyte storage expansion, that already helps. So another thing about this is that the internal storage of the Xbox Series X is pretty uh, and very interesting because when it comes to the X um so any game that is xbox series s slash s or x enhanced is going to be strictly on either the one terabyte seagate card that you can pick up for 220 dollars separately from the console or the console's main drive so if you try to play a xbox um game on a Seagate hard drive made for the Xbox One using the USB port, you're not going to be able to. You're going to either have to transfer that over to the Xbox Series X/s directly, or onto the Seagate one terabyte expansion card or chip um, directly to be able to use it. The only things that are the only games that you can play on the Xbox uh, Seagate drive for the usb version which is the one i have right now with my xbox one s is either xbox one games that are not x enhanced uh or s enhanced uh or xbox 360 and xbox original games so essentially you can still download like xbox one uh non-enhanced games on the series x and s you can still download 360 and um download xbox uh, original Xbox games on the XNS on the internal storage and the Seagate one terabyte um, expansion uh, drive or chip or it's fucking small. Okay, guys, like I'm trying to call it something different because you have the two different ones. You have like the little card you insert into the back and then the USB uh, external. But ultimately, if you are using the USB external drive, the only things that can be on that. Um, are games that are specifically just for the Xbox One, Xbox 360, or Xbox uh, Original. And you can, yes, you can export those games to the main uh, Xbox One or Xbox Series X and S drives. You can still put those old games that are not enhanced on the X and S on the X and S drives, both the expansion card and internal storage It's just, I'm saying if you're using that USB storage at all from the previous gen Seagate uh, uh, expansions, uh, you're gonna, the only thing you're gonna be able to have on those are older uh, games, either for just made specifically just for the Xbox One or 360 or Xbox Original. And that's essentially what that drive will be able to be used for. You will not be able to have any sort of Xbox One, uh, why do I keep saying one? Xbox Series X. And S enhancements on that USB drive. You will not be able to use those games on the USB drive, is what it's sounding like. So, if you are getting Xbox Series X and S enhanced games, the only storages you can use on that is the internal storage of the console itself or the one terabyte Seagate expansion. And for games that are Xbox One, 360, and Xbox Original games, you can store those and use those on the USB drive. You can also put those on the main uh, Series X and S drives and the uh, expansion uh, Seagate card that you put into the back of the console. You can also uh, export those onto those. It's just you cannot put S and uh, X enhanced games on the USB drive. So essentially, to sum it up, the USB drive, the Seagate one that you uh, currently have with your current gen consoles, the only games that can be on that, Um, And usable on those are just regular Xbox One games, 360, or um, Xbox Original. No X or S enhanced games will be able to be used on those old hard drive storages. That's essentially what I'm trying to say. I probably confused the shit out of everybody. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm really sorry about that. But that is essentially how that whole situation is going to work. Um, like I said, I suggest everybody to buy an X over an S because you're, you're going to be fucking yourself down the line. Let me explain why. So for instance, game storage, I don't know if you guys noticed this over the years have gone up. Every video game you buy from AAA developers, especially have really high uh, storage. Uh, needed to be able to download the game. So, essentially, if you buy the S, you already will probably have to buy a Seagate card off the bat. But if you get at least the Xbox One X version, not only do you get all those extra graphical ray tracing enhancements, but on top of that, you're going to be getting... you're gonna have a longer time uh, with that, with the internal storage of that console before you need to buy a Seagate uh, expansion. And le- let's be honest here, at some point during the Xbox Series X slash S lifespan, you are gonna have to buy a Seagate expansion if you really wanna play a fuck ton of games. However, if you are one of those people that want to, you know, push that back as far as possible. Buying the X on launch is your best move. And if you really don't care, well, then go with the S. I look at the S as more of a secondary console slash a budgetary option. But if you are expecting to get a shit ton of games on that S console, you will not be able to. And that is just how that's going to be. So that's the whole, you know, storage breakdown of the X and S consoles and the uh, different... Um, External storages, rather that be the USB Seagate drives from the current gen consoles and the all new um, Seagate drive uh, that you can plug right into your console or CJ card expansion for the Series X slash S. Hopefully I cleared it, uh, clarified it enough. I will just put something on Facebook to re-clarify everything without me rambling on. So if I, by me speaking a shit ton, if it confused you, I will just put something up on Facebook to clarify it, okay? So that is the storage component to what I wanted to talk about for Xbox. So now let's talk about Call of Duty Cold War and uh, essentially what they uh, announced today. So what they announced today... Is that um, there's going to be a prestige system. However, it's going to be like every 50 ranks, you get like a prestige emblem, and I think you get like weapon variants for uh, uh, every uh, 50. um, ranks that you have or that you earn. So it's really interesting. They were talking about possibly getting up to like a thousand ranks or something within a season. So that's really interesting. Um, I just don't know exactly how all well that's going to work. Like, are they going to make getting XP like abundant, like it really easy? Or are they just going to lower the caps of XP per level? Because in my opinion, like, with Modern Warfare, like, you're capped at 155, but it takes forever to get to 155 in terms of the amount of XP you need per level. So my guess is is, is if you're going to get to, like, level 1000 or above, uh, you know, you're going to have to either decrease the amount of XP it takes to rank up or, B, give everybody a shit ton of XP per game, Uh, To get there, but this is obviously meant for the grinders. Essentially, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make a prestige system, but combine it with the uh, seasonal level uh, system that they have currently, right now, with uh, Modern Warfare. So, in my opinion, it looks and it's pretty interesting that they're trying to combine it. It's just... It's not classic prestige, if that's what you're thinking of for Call of Duty. It's not, like, original prestiging. It's essentially Modern Warfare, like, where, it, you know, every season you get your rank reset, but, like, every 50 levels you're getting, like, rewards, you're getting, like, uh, classic emblem, uh, prestige emblems, um, you're getting uh, weapon variants, calling cards, you know, you name it. There's, like, a bunch of different rewards. I don't currently have... Um, I don't currently have it, uh, pulled up. Hold on. If you give me a second, I can probably find it from Charlie Intel. So give me a moment. Call of Duty Cold War, uh, Prestige System. Okay. Let's see here. Cause I just want to, okay. So this, uh, is this from the Call of Duty website itself? I think it is. I'm on my slow computer, so hopefully this loads pretty quickly. Okay, so, uh, let's see here. So... Call of Duty Black Ops multiplayer is everything we need to know. Okay, each new seasonal prestige will have four prestige levels that a player can gain throughout the season, depending on what level they reach. For Season 1, players will get the first prestige at level 50. Like I said, every 50 levels, you will be getting rewards and whatnot, where they'll be able to unlock Special Weapon Blueprint and then gain... uh, And then, again, every 50 levels, like I just said. Until they unlock all four Prestiges that are available each season at level 200. So, obviously, it looks like the level increased to 200 per season instead of 150. After each season, your level will be reset, as I said, and you will be able to start earning levels and Prestiges again. Black Ops Cold War will also feature an earlier preseason version of Prestige that will last from the game's release of November 13th until the first season that begins in December. This early Prestige will have players starting uh, start progressing through the traditional military ranks as they normally do in Call of Duty games, up to level 55. After level 55, players will jump into Prestige system where they'll be able to gain season level or yeah season levels all the way up to 100. Players will be able to earn three prestiges in the preseason, starting at Prestige One. At season uh level one uh then a blueprint at prestige uh two at season level 50 and finally prestige three at season level 100 while uh this new prestige system may include a lot of changes for call of duty veterans it should be nice to have a system back in one form or another even better uh, seasonal prestige uh should give players something they're always working towards across all or or of the Call of Duty games rather than getting stuck at a level cap like they are right now. So yeah, being able to pretty much just keep going up and up and up and up and up and up in terms of, uh, you know, ranking up beyond level 200 and whatnot. So that's really nice. And you get, like I said, um, different, uh, rewards. So essentially with Warzone, so this is what it sounds like that they're going to be doing right for Warzone. You're going to be able to use all your modern warfare operators, all your modern warfare, uh, weapons, Uh, and also your Cold War weapons. However, each uh, weapon will have a label on it if it's from Modern Warfare or if it's from Cold War, and the only uh, cross-progression of the weapons are, of course, in Warzone. You will not be able to use Cold War weapons in Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare weapons in Cold War or operators between the two games. Only in Warzone, everything comes together, which is really cool. However, I do have to say, with that, um, that Call of Duty Modern Warfare sounds like they're still going to be getting content for that game post uh cold war launch so it sounds like those two games will be running in tandem uh in terms of uh still getting content for modern warfare while cold war's getting content they also released a roadmap nuketown will be coming um after launch uh season one starts in of course um december there'll be some new zombie modes new weapons battle pass operators multiplayer maps and stuff you name it uh all new warzone experience they said um so yeah there's there's quite a bit of stuff to uh look forward to in terms of call of duty this year uh but yeah so i just want to talk about that really quickly and just kind of share that with you guys because i love call of duty um it's not my favorite first person shooter series that would be uh doom doom would be my number one uh first person series or first-person shooter series. Uh, For those of you that are playing Doom right now, they have the Thanksgiving event going on, and the mastery collection for the season is the Cultist Slayer, which looks pretty badass, so I'd hop on Doom Eternal, start following people and getting some boosters and ranking up as much XP as possible before the uh, series ends in 32 days now, I believe, because it was 33 yesterday, I think. Um, And then, of course, Modern Warfare's Battle Pass is still going on, whether you've beaten that or not, for um, Season 6. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. Hopefully the election isn't killing you all if you're living here in the United States like I am. And, uh, yeah, stay safe, and I hope everybody uh, has a good night, and I'll see you all in the next one.